Welcome to episode number 139 of Take Him With You for October 2nd, 2011. Let's get this party started. On this episode, we are going to do part two of the interview with Jeff Roney called The Great Divide, and I think you'll really enjoy that. Plus, we are going to talk a little bit about some of the new fall TV uh, the art show coming up, a brand new song, well, not a really brand new song, and something really cool that's coming out on Blu-ray that I'm going to tell my wife about that she doesn't even know yet. She's going to be all excited, I can tell, aren't you? Um, it depends. We'll find out. Isn't this cool music? Um, let me think about that. You know what? Our friend made this music. Which friend? Phil Donaldson that we had on the program. This is a little different than his other music. Yeah, he's a very talented musician. So it, You know, it's, it's making me want to tap my fingers. Tap your fingers? Check this out. Ready? I love that. And, of course, he's using John Luke's voice. Well, you like electronic music more than I do. Yeah. But, you know. I, I do. It's, it's a fun sound. I wouldn't probably listen to it all day or else I would kind of get, I in, would. get stressed out. I'd, use, I'd listen to it all the time. But, but you like electronic music more than I do. I do. Anyway, this is video that he made for this really cool uh, or audio for this video that he also made. For his company and when they release the video i'm going to give everybody the url so they can go watch this really awesome presentation that he made for his company it's really good and he did all the music for it as well so kind of cool so thanks phil for letting me use part of your music on the show today that was really nice of you it's fun to have cool friends indeed indeed make it so you almost sound like you know what you're talking Engage. about. Engage. Very good. What else would Picard say? <laughs> I'm a role model. Yes. Number one. I want my dad. Earl Grey. Hot. Hot. See, my wife knows too many things about Jean-Luc Picard. I know way too much about Star Trek. Jean-Luc Picard. Have you ever wondered why Jean-Luc Picard is French, but speaks in an English accent? I have wondered that. Hmm. You know, he's a um, he was part of the Royal Academy of um, actors or Shakespearean actors. In, he's not French, in but the England. character was. That's what I was trying to get across. I know that was just so odd. Why didn't they just give him an English <coughs> name? Because that wasn't the character. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. But he's so English. He's not French. The only thing that they made him a little French about is maybe, um, the, um, like maybe I don't know, but even the Earl Grey is that's an English thing. Um, there's the episode he went back to visit his brother in France. Yeah, he where he grew up. 
Yeah. Why are we talking about Star Trek? This isn't Treks in sci-fi. This is taking no with you. I have no idea. Just maybe because I married a Trekkie and didn't know it until after we were married. But yeah, that's well, there's a story, story behind that, isn't there, boy? Very much so. Yeah, that was interesting. Well, today is going to be a very cool day. We are going to have the second part of the interview with Jeff Roney. We got a lot of interesting feedback from the, the first one. A lot of people really enjoyed the interview and are really kind of waiting and anticipating what is Jeff going to say in the second half, um, there, because some conclusions are made and some things are talked about on how to change the perception um, and perhaps even the actions of us as believers. So it's going to be a really good good second part of the interview. I think everybody's really going to enjoy it and get a lot out of it. Very challenging. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. So we will be right back with what's going on around our house right after these messages. <laughs> Welcome to the Amazing Race Fast Forward Podcast, the podcast dedicated to the Emmy Award-winning CBS reality show, The Amazing Race. My name is Al, and on our show, my lovely wife Joyce and I will run down each and every leg of the race, give you our thoughts and predictions, share some behind-the-scenes information we pick up along the season, and share some listener comments. Season 18 was very successful for our first outing with this podcast, so we decided to ramp it up by bringing you a new website and a new podcast feed. Visit us at www.fastforwardtar.com or you can contact us at thefastforward at cox.net. We're looking forward to bringing you all the action of Season 19, so until September 25th, we'll see you at the Fast Forward. Well, now, I found a different promo to play for them because uh, they just started up again with a brand new episode. Episode one is out of the Amazing Race Fast Forward podcast, and it was really good. I watched the Amazing Race on Sunday night. Did you? No, I didn't. You didn't watch it? No, I think you stayed up later than I did. I did. I stayed up really late and watched it because I was busy with a project. Mm -hmm. But, uh, But, yeah, it was really good. But I did listen to... Um, a Disney podcast, Tales from the Mouse House, uh-huh. this last week. Al and Joyce also do that mm-hmm. particular program. And they had a really great interview with a guy named Noah. Yeah. Who has an art business and um, is an artist and works for Disney. Yep. It's very cool. I thought that would be a really fun job. It, well, uh, yeah. It's a great interview, too. He's mm-hmm. a neat believer and uh, had lots of good things to say. Yeah. So that was cool. Very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to get used to that. I have a new microphone that I'm using because my other one kind of was being goofy. There, let's try that. Your mic stands very noisy when you move it around. Did you know that? Yes, I do. And uh, and your microphone is really noisy today because uh, my son put yes. a brand new graphics card in his uh, computer and today. And a new power supply that has a really big fan. So now it sounds like there's a jet engine in our room here. Yeah. So we're going to have to figure out how to fix that. Well, normally if we were able to podcast when he was at work or something, then his computer would be off. But since he's home, his computer's on and it's being very noisy. I could just turn you down like that. But then you can't hear me talk. You're right. I can't hear you talk if I turn you down. Hmm. Yeah. So we could kick Andrew out of of the room for a few minutes. I don't know if that would work. I don't know. I don't think he would he would do it. Hmm. 
Oh well. I anyway, guess he is taller that people than both don't, of probably us. don't even care. So okay. just you know, as long as your your ears aren't hurting you. Uh, but boy, we've uh, had an interesting week. Um, a crazy week again, of course, as always. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, there's lots of stuff going on around our house. I've been working a lot, except for um, we're recording this part early because I am going to be going out of town for. You'll a few be days. back by the time this airs. Yeah, but we're recording this on a Wednesday night, which mm-hmm. is my Friday because I only had to work three days this week. I and that's know. really rare for you and I. Uh, we always we well, work last, like almost every single last day of the week, week right now. I worked six days, so I'm. You know, away from home. And then, of course, on my one day off, I had to clean house at our house. Of course. Um, so, um, yeah, last week I worked six days. And this week I only work three because I'm going to a women's retreat in Whidbey Island. So I'm pretty excited about that. Cool. You'll have to let everybody know next week how it went. Mm-hmm. And what are you going to do while I'm gone? <sighs> well, it depends. I just got a... Uh, when I was getting ready to do this, got a, a couple of people respond to some bids on Elance, and then um, I'm I'm going to be talking with my friend Stefan from uh, Australia about um, doing some more work on the Rose of Mars series. So I'll probably be busy. You know how that goes. Yeah. Also, getting ready for the art show. Mm-hmm. I've got a, a an art gallery showing um, on October eighth at a local um, frame and uh, art. Um, gallery and I've never done anything like this before so I'm going to display some of my macro photography and I'm going to have some of my music there and my albums and uh, play some live music in the shop while people come in and uh, perhaps grab a cough a cu- cuppy a cough a cuppy yeah exactly that sounds like fun well it's going to be really cool I don't you know <laughs> only th- out of the 500 people I invited off on the Facebook thing Three people are coming. <laughs> and maybe 40 said maybe. And like 80 said nah. So uh, it may just be a real relaxing afternoon. <laughs> well, except I for guess. all this setup and tear down. Yeah, well, that's yeah. how it goes, I guess. That's how it goes. Yeah, um, but, you know, it's something that you enjoy doing. and Well, yeah, and, you know, this is kind of what I do now. It's different mm-hmm. than what I did. I diversified a whole lot. I used to... Uh, be in ministry and do um, do pastoring and stuff preach. like that. Yeah, I used to preach and all that jazz. And now I basically do voiceovers and music and podcasting and science fiction parody songs and macro photography and wedding photography and all sorts of stuff. Mm-hmm. I just have my fingers and hands into a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. That's yeah. a lot of fun, too. And we do our podcast like we're doing right now. Exactly. So. so what is this Blu-ray that you wanted to tell me about? Well, my dear, something very exciting is going on. Do you remember a few years ago when I was so excited that they, the folks from CBS remastered all the um, the old Star Trek the, the original series and put new special effects because the old ones were so cheesy and everything mm-hmm. and they put all those new special effects into it yeah and how we watched every one of them when they premiered on the TV and they were so Didn't much we better go to like a movie theater yeah. for a couple of them too yeah. we went to the what, the menagerie yeah in a movie theater and digital it was awesome I'm not as much into special effects as you are so that did you just yawn it, yeah 
Hey, baby. Uh, <laughs> I wonder well, if our listeners I'm, are yawning now. I'm not as much into special effects. I like a good story. I was hoping that you were going to tell me that no, wait, Pride I haven't told and Prejudice you. No, came no, out I haven't, on Blu-ray. I haven't something. told you yet what it is. Okay. Do you remember when that happened? Sadly, yes. Well, now they are doing a test set of Blu-rays uh-huh. from the next generation. Okay. Oh, yeah, baby. Picard in high definition. So you can see every absent hair follicle. Yeah. Three episodes. <laughs> They're doing uh, Encounter at Farpoint, which uh, is, you know which one that is? Yes, it's the pilot episode of yep, the next Yeah, and it's year. got all remastered um, effects and in high definition. And they're also doing another show, The Inner Light. Do you remember that one? Yes, that's one of my favorite episodes where Picard learns to play the flute. More and than that. I know it's much more than that. but He lives a whole lifetime in 20 minutes. He lives a whole life and, yeah, has a wife and children. And they grow up and he gets old and... The planet he's on dies, and yeah, Meredith and mm-hmm. his wife is a sweetheart, and yeah. Bataille is his friend. And he builds a nursery. Yes. 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 Okay, and then the other episode is "Sins of the Father." Do you remember which one that was? Um, boy, you know, I I don't remember. If you give me like one or two little bits, discommodation. It's when um, Worf, who was son of Mo, got, um, he, people lied about his father, saying that his father was a traitor. And, and betrayed so the his Klingons brother came on. To the Romulans. Came on the ship and. Kern. Kern. And they went and stood before the council and. They, Replicated bird meat. They found out that it wasn't. It wasn't Worf's father, but it was this what? other guy's father who was a real Why, creep. just a few moments ago, I had to refrain myself from killing Commander Riker. Yeah. That's a great episode. <sighs> and Picard got to be his... Um, you are still fat. Did he say Chalish or something like that? Chadish. Um, yeah. You are his Chadish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't one of my most favorite episodes. Oh, it's a but good one. It's a good one. It won a bunch of awards oh, for its it? art, for, for the art direction. Art? Okay. Yeah, because of the great Klingon hall. Mm. I always thought Klingons kind of look like heavy metal so, dudes. So get this. It's coming out on Blu-ray with all new special effects, remastered, and it'll be out for a test to see if people will buy it. And it's coming out. Well, you already at the beginning bought, of December. You already bought yourself your birthday present because you got the Star Trek um, Blu-ray thingy. And it's not even my birthday yet. Yeah, so only in a few days though is my birthday. You can't get this. I'm going to be. Well, how old will I be? You're going to be 46. Are you sure I won't be 47? No, you're going to be 40. Hold it, hold it. No, you're going to be 47. Are you sure? No, hold it. You're going to be 46 because I'm going to be 45. Wow. I can't believe I just said my, my, my age. You said you're aged millions of people. Well, well maybe not, not a million millions. people listen to us, no. Maybe hundreds or thousands. Oh, yeah, right. I don't know. I don't know how many. We really don't know how many people listen to our podcast. 
so. we, we have an idea, kind of, uh, how many downloads we have, but we don't have any idea how many people actually listen to the downloads. And how many just stream it and don't download it. Right. Yeah. Right, 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 right. So that's really exciting. So when the Blu-ray comes out, we got to find that and watch it. Yeah. I can't wait. It's going to be so awesome. Do you think awesome. it'll be in the red box for only a dollar? Okay, first off, it's Blu-ray, and it would be a dollar fifty. Okay. But it would only have one disc at a time, and it's next generation, for goodness sakes, with uh, remastered. Are you kidding? Are you kidding? Do you think they'll have it on Netflix? Are you kidding? No, they won't have it on Netflix, because we only have streaming. Yeah. We don't have where you get the Blu-ray or the DVD, because yeah. they charge too much money. Okay, so that's really exciting that that's coming out. That's very exciting I'm for me. I'm glad that you were excited about it. To yeah. me, it's like, to me, the well, stories are the same, so I don't need... It's just like, it's just like to me, 3D is a waste most of the time. There's only been a couple movies where I thought it really added to it. Yeah. Most of the time, it's the story. Avatar was good in 3D. The Avatar, yeah. That one was... But other than that, I haven't seen anything yeah. really good in, in 3D. Most of the time, it's just a couple seconds of the movie, and it's not really worth yeah. it. It doesn't really add anything to the story, I don't think. Yeah. And so, to me, like the high-definition, special, more special effects, it's like, that's why I didn't like the first Star Trek movie, is because... There, it was all special effects, and it made it extremely boring. Well, this is me. the next generation, and you know how much I like the next generation. I know so much, much. so I mean, much that I think we should celebrate. We have a Captain. Let's Picard. celebrate. We have a Captain Picard staring at yeah, us. Let's right celebrate now. the fact that TNG is coming out with this, and let's let's do something really fun. Remember the viral video, baby monkey riding on a pig, baby monkey. Aww. That was such Can a great... Can we not do that? It, no, it was such a great video oh, that I wrote no. my own song to do a tribute to the very viral okay. video that I love Tell so much. Tell me when it's over because I'm going to take my it's, headphones off. I, that's it. Here we go. me um they probably listen with their headphones out of their ears but that's a great song baby monkey well, riding backwards on a pig baby monkey. i have to say you sing it well though you kind of rocked it out a lot a little too much for me so let's go on good what, song nice pig okay we've kind of talked about hardly anything so far so yeah, i know okay so one last thing before we get into okay. the interview with jeff Let's talk about a couple of the premieres that we saw and we've watched now. 
uh, two episodes of a show called Unforgettable. And tell me why you like Unforgettable, dear. Um, I like the main actress. She was in another FBI show that we used to watch. Poppy Montgomery. Mm-hmm. And um, it, um, she's really good in it. And um, it just seemed like a really interesting show. Um, okay, since this is a spiritual podcast, yeah. Um, you know, you and I and some of our friends have talked before what it would have been like to be the first human ever created because we've talked about that today people only use about what six percent of, of their, their brain, brain usually yeah. and um, doctor here's your brain so this lady in unforgivable unforgiv- unforgivable <laughs> that's a that's a completely different forgettable sorry um <laughs> <laughs> the unforgivable sin um no oh. unforgettable um, she has the ability to recall everything that she's ever seen and kind of play it back. And um, there are people really like this. We have a friend that I don't know if he can do this with like everything he sees, but if he reads something, like he can read a 10-page document or more Yes. and just barely glance at it and then go back a couple days later and read it in his head yes. word for word. Yes, he can. And so there are people like this, and there's not an awful lot of them with this particular gift, but it is a real gift. And um, so it's kind of interesting, you know, thinking like, what would it have been like to have been Adam or Eve to have a fully functioning brain without all the pollution and degradation? And Right. Well, um, okay, so the yeah. premise of the show then is this lady who's been a detective um, moves back to New York. I believe it's in New York that they are. And she ends up working with her ex-husband, who is a, currently a, a detective. I don't think it... Were they married or were they just boyfriend and girlfriend? I don't know. Hmm. We don't know everything about them yet because the show her, just started. But Her sister had died when they were little girls, uh-huh. had been killed. And she remembers every day of her life except for that day. Right, so now she's trying to figure out who killed her sister. Yeah. Anyway, the show is really well done, and, and I'm her very mom, impressed. Her mom has like Alzheimer's or something, mm-hmm. and she's in like a a, a home assisted home living assisted, center. Yeah, and so she goes and visits her, and and it's quite yeah. touching. Yeah, it, it's, it's kind a good of show. yeah. It seems like it might be an interesting show. Unforgettable. Now the other one that we watched that we did not talk we we talked a little bit about Unforgettable last week. This week we uh, we had a chance to watch a couple of different things. One of them was a gifted man. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that show? This is well, I you know I I really liked it, even though there are some controversial things in it because there is um, I don't want to spoil it, but. I think even from the previews, you kind of get it if you've watched any of the commercials. Um, this neurosurgeon. Who's kind of this, this neurosurgeon who was kind of a selfish jerk. and arrogant. Yes. and I'd say he's a narcissist, yes. Yeah. Um, his um, ex-wife visits, um, him. visits him. And he's excited to see her again because he actually wasn't a jerk when he was with her and and um you know they eat dinner together and then the next day he tries to call her up at the clinic that she worked at and um 
he found Spoiler out, alert, everybody. If you don't want to know next, just fast forward about 30 seconds. Go ahead. He found out that she had died like a couple weeks earlier. So, so you know, you have to... Um, and only he can see her. He, only he can see her. And so, you know, this is fiction. So if you, if you have problems with the whole ghost thing, um, you know, I get by that by going, well, this is fiction. And it's kind of, you know, because... It's the, just fascinating, actually. It is fascinating. The Bible does say not to talk to, you know... Familiar like spirits. Familiar spirits. Sure. So, but this isn't real. And, and, yeah. But the concept and the idea behind the story is really quite cool. Well, it's kind of cool in a way because it's almost a little bit like... A wonderful life where how know, things like, can be changed. How things can right. be how people can be changed by or Charles Dickens is actually a better analogy where right. um, a Christmas carol where the, an angel comes and visits him and it and yeah. it changes his life. It's more closer to that actually. Yeah. Um I think Marley visits him and tells him, you know. So it it's kinda but it it's really fascinating, and it's a little bit odd in some ways spiritually, but um, it, I think it well, has it's some not re- the, I mean, if, as far as a biblical look at things, it's way out there yeah. because they're, I mean, they've got like, it, it's like a spiritual, shaman and, but it's it, different spiritually. And um, well, yeah, but we don't know. See, we haven't seen the whole show. I yeah. mean, all the shows yet. He may look to God for help on this. I don't. We don't know. What, yeah. the Basically, what happens is is he has to decide if he wants to get rid of her from visiting him anymore, and he's conflicted about that because he really loves her and mm-hmm. and she really is i mean he's making a difference and she's made a difference in his life by showing up again so mm-hmm. very interesting show i don't know how well it'll do rating wise but i really enjoyed it uh, it yeah. reminds me a little bit of that that remember that show rains where the mm-hmm. guy from jurassic park jeff goldblum or however you say his name mm-hmm. was the detective that uh and talk he, to the dead he solved yeah. the murders of the dead people that he talked to yeah that was a cool show yeah, that was kind of hard to figure out if they were really there or if yeah. he just had a really vivid imagination yeah yeah it was really interesting. so yeah this is that seems like an interesting show and i want to say it's redemptive just like a christmas carol because it seems mm-hmm. like the main character um is going to make some positive changes already in the first episode he yeah, did yeah. he started having compassion and started which is cool being giving and kind so yeah so we recommend that one too it's called a gifted man we don't know where it's going to head so um you know what if you like that kind of a mystery kind of ghosty show it's not it's not weird in a ghosty way i don't know how to describe it, it well, just just watch one and see what you think yeah if, if someone like the movie like um Sixth Sense. Mm-hmm. Um except for it's that was a little bit horror film in some ways. Yeah, this one doesn't have that no. that element in it. But Sixth Sense had kind of ghost. The mystery, stuff in yeah, it mystery. Too, but yeah. it it was yeah. it yeah. So anyway. And then that one last show that I want to talk about real mm-hmm. quick. Um, um I I really enjoy watching the food channel. I like watching the challenges, the the show the challenge. I just got done watching the great food truck race. Mm-hmm. And finally got to see the finale and was, um, well, well, who, I was surprised at who, who won. won because well, I, did, I no, haven't it's... watched a few of those. Okay, well, again, if you if you didn't get to see the finale and you don't care about knowing, um, the lime truck won. 
Oh, they were from... HodgePodge got beat by the oh, line Oh, really? Yeah. That's surprising. It was surprising because... Because HodgePodge had this, like, they really, were really fancy good. chef. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the lime truck I kind of felt seemed... sad for them because they only won by, like, five minutes. Wow. Yeah, the other folks had done a really awesome job, too. So it was kind of sad. Yeah, they both did really well. Yeah. So... Uh, anyway, the show on the Food Network that I I really was looking forward to, but then I'm very disappointed in, was a, a show called Sweet Genius. Mm, and I it's, haven't seen it. Well, it's got this chef that is the like the like the host of it, mm-hmm. and he's this bald guy. No offense to anybody that's bald, but he's this bald guy with these creepy eyes, and and I watch the show, and it's it's like having this weird spacey. Uh, over it almost reminded me of a, a bad skit on Saturday Night Live, and yet they take it completely seriously, and they basically have a dessert bake off kind of thing, where they get you know mystery ingredients, and then they make this dessert for this guy who's a pastry chef or a dessert chef, and you know famous in the culinary world. I personally thought the show was stupid. I mean, and I really mm-hmm. like these kind of shows, but the guy—it's because of the guy. The guy was weird. It's like, dude. You are so over the top and so strange that I don't even want to watch your show. Hmm. So I, I was not impressed and probably am not going to watch any more of them. Well, I know that Alton Brown's show, Good Eats. He's cool. Um, but they, like they had their final rap party, I believe, that they aren't going to make any more of those. Yeah. What did that have to do with anything? You said they had their final rap party. Like wrapped up the the whole production oh i thought you meant that he put some bling on and sang to his staff no 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 yo yo i got food and i explain it well no you want to know how to make it i'm gonna tell no so what else are we going to do? That's it. We don't have anything else to talk about. <laughs> okay. So I haven't... I've been kind of not into the food channel lately. I don't know why, but... I do. Why? I don't want to say. You will get mad at me. But because it makes me hungry and I'm trying to lose weight. <laughs> I don't... I don't know. You've done a great job at losing weight, so... No, I haven't lately. I need to... I don't know what I need to do. Stop eating. So I like much. the Food Channel because I like um, I like Chopped. I just watched the Chopped Champion show. That was awesome, awesome, awesome. I think I watched the last bit of that with you. You watched it with me. Yes, and it was really good. And don't I tell anybody. Don't say anything. I, what? I think there was a female winner. Oh, you can't do that. Well, if you're, they you're haven't just... watched it by now. And there's more than one girl that competed, so they don't know which one. Jeez. But I thought that Hope was cool. Hope you just didn't cool. ruin it for somebody watching Chopped. Well, I thought that was kind of cool because oh. mm-hmm. um, there aren't very many women that even get into the final two. It's true. And this last time at the finale, there was two women going up for the yeah. final. But I have to say that my most favorite thing lately that has come out on the television... Uh-huh. Is a brand new show um, called Terra Nova. Really, really good show. Fascinating. It looks pretty interesting. Cool kind of plot. A little bit like Jurassic Park. I, but I thought it was Jurassic different. Park, Time Tunnel, um, Lost, 
Um, Time tunnel. I've never heard of that. Yeah, I didn't think so. Um, Sequest and Star Trek all put together in one. And Blade Runner. How did you get Sequest in there? Because Sequest was basically Star Trek Next Generation underwater. Well, yeah, but I don't know how... There's no, there's no like big spaceship or no, or but there's big cool dinosaurs and there's cool fences and there's evil men and good men and evil women and good women and you don't know which ones are which and there's well yeah that's the thing is it it ended up to explosions. be like you're not sure who is good and who is bad and Terra Nova confusing really good show. I really highly recommend that show. I think I hope they don't cancel you know, it. One thing that I find interesting with Terra Nova is yeah. that they have a father who's, you know, maybe relatable to our age group uh-huh. and a mom. And uh-huh. then you have a daughter, a, a teenage and a daughter and a teenage son. And? And the teenage son might actually be daughter. almost like. What, 19 or 20 or yeah. something. And then another daughter. And then they have a younger daughter, yeah. like a grade school age right. daughter. And so I thought it was really interesting because I think it has the potential to being a show that the whole family would enjoy. Yeah. I mean, maybe perhaps we'll really see. small children might not like it because there are some scary dinosaurs in it. Yeah. You know, that like to eat people. Mm-hmm. Yum, so, yum, 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 I don't know that I would recommend it for very small children, but maybe upper grade school. Yeah. So I'm watch Terra Nova and tell us like what it. you think. Let us know what you think what of Terra Nova. What channel is that on? Is that on CBS or can you remember? I think it is on one of the networks. I can look it or up real is quick. It on Warner Brothers or. Let me see. Let's write in here. You ready? We'll go, um, sorry. Uh, okay, we'll go. You know, you could pause the recording. Oh, I could, but why? People are just having a cup of coffee with us, right? I don't know. Terra Nova. Yep, it's on Fox. It's on Fox. Which means it'll be, um, which means it'll be canceled, so. Except for if you're 24. They kept 24 on for a long time. Yeah, but it wasn't science fiction. They kept, um. Yeah. They kept American Idol on for a long time. That wasn't science fiction either. Yeah, they they do have a tendency to to cancel sci-fi. Yes, but, they do. Well, I guess this is science fiction because of the whole it uh, is. dinosaurs and stuff and time travel. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, but it is also like a family show too. So there you go. Terra Nova. Okay, now we better get done because they're probably everybody's bored about us talking about TV. Yeah. Especially if they don't watch any of them. Yeah. Sorry, guys. We talked a long time. So we, we did. So we should get on to our I think so. So we're going to finish up finding out what Jeff Roney has to say about the way Christians behave in this world and church and all that stuff. And That's I thought it was a really it. good good and interesting podcast, and we will have more of it for you right after this. Brother? No. Survivor? No. The Office? Angela. Then what do we talk about? Gaming, sci-fi, fantasy, and geek stuff. Really? Yes. Cool. (laughs) I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. 
and you need to listen to the Anomaly Podcast, where female and fandom converge. Find us online at anomalypodcast.com. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. By the way, they uh, Anomaly Ladies have a brand new set of shows out that you will really enjoy about um, how the, the way that women are treated in science fiction. And they have a great panel of uh, Angela and Jen and uh, Casey and Stephanie and Sue. And I always forget the other lady's name, Anne. So uh, I think those are there's like six of them on the program together. And they do two-parter. That is fascinating, fascinating, fascinating. Hmm. I I should have commented on that because like you brought up Sequest mm-hmm. and I always thought it was interesting how on Sequest most of them wore these you know boxy loose baggy uniforms except for the women the women wore these tight tank tops or muscle shirts I'm going hmm, hmm. well Star Trek was the same way oh yeah the women had had mini skirts so short that they had to wear matching undergarments so that because they were so so short hmm. i'm going hmm so you know for for a modern day day time or whatever our modern age where women are supposed to be looked at to as being equals and having intelligence and and um respected not objects yeah it seems like well, some of the sci-fi you need to, shows still you haven't listened to the, as objects well because these are such a new program you haven't listened to them yet I really know. interesting there are different comments and perspectives on it so you have to listen to it and let us know what you think next week okay mm-hmm. okay so everybody go and listen to the anomaly podcast and uh you heard where to find them at anomalypodcast.com They don't want just the, to follow what Jesus did. Walks up to somebody who's full of sin and say, follow me. Wait, wait, wait. Don't, don't I have to do anything or get straightened out? No, just follow me. That's all. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Do I have to study anything? No, no, no. Just I, do you not hear me? I can pray for your ears. Just follow me. That's it. it you, you, I will teach you everything. You'll get it. Just follow me. That's it. Yeah. I mean, hello? I... I mean, how can it not be easier than that? Yeah. But there's special prayers that you got to pray, <laughs> and then you got to dress a certain way, and you and you can't say certain words at church. But if Obama wins, you can. But you have to close all the doors. You know, there's all these things that 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 it's just di- the dichotomy. There's yeah. the church life, and then there's the real life. You know. Yeah. But but it's almost robotic. You have to copy everybody else, and you have to listen to the Christian radio and only have you know Christian music uh, playing in your car when you come up to church. I mean, it's crazy. 
it's just it's because it's not real it's not real that isn't real you're just you're playing christian to the other christians and i'm te- we're gonna have to answer for that yeah, yeah i mean if, if 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 god does look on the heart like the bible says that's how he chose a king he yeah. didn't look on the outward. I mean, there's so many stories in the Bible. Jesus looked at the religious leaders and said, you are a sepulcher full of dead men's bones. You're a grave. You're not even alive. Yeah. Don't we get that? Did, did, did you know, the legalistic Christian just kind of step over that and say, no, no, no. It's all about me going to heaven, bless God. <laughs> snap, snap. That's all, that, that's all I'm worried about. Right. You know? It's just, it's it's sad. Well, I think it's just a much. There's so much more than living like that. And it's it's interesting that we as human beings want to live a a structured type of rule list instead of doing things by and this is a this is a Christianese term, but it's it's true. Instead of doing things by the spirit behind what was said, we tend to want to follow the rules more than. Because it's tangible, because we can say, I checked it off my list, instead of actually being responsible for our actions. Well, let's just look at a real view of the disciples. You know, you know, Rick, I, I, it drives me crazy that I have to take Christians back to the Bible, because <laughs> they, they act like the Bible is this holy book, but I keep pointing back and saying, no, 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 you're missing it. The, the reading the Bible in 90 days and six months and all, you're still missing the point. You know, Peter was called, he's a ruffian. That boy had a mouth on him, you know, and, and, and Jesus called him anyway. Did you hear what I said? <laughs> he had a mouth on him. Yeah. And Jesus called him anyway. Mm-hmm. Do you think his mouth got any better? Probably not. Well, I, you know, let, let's, let's kind of look at it. The, the, there's a little story, you know, when uh, Jesus and Peter were there, and Jesus said, I'm going to go, and I'm going to die. And Peter says, no, 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 you ain't. And Jesus said, have you missed all the stuff I've told? Get thee behind me. You're being influenced by the enemy. Mm-hmm. Hello? This was a guy that, that Jesus said, follow me. That was a little lapse, right? A yeah. little lapse. So we'll, we'll give one little lapse, okay? Then Peter, when Jesus was taken away, going to be crucified. He didn't know that at the time, but he knew that something was going down. Something bad was happening. So he's out by the fire. Little servant girl. Little servant girl. Not a Roman guard. Not, not, not Caesar. A little servant girl said, hey, wait a minute. Aren't you one of them born-again Trinitarian Christians? Isn't that what you are? Oh, no, no. Mm-mm, not me. No, no. Wait a minute. You even talk like them. You, you talk Christianese. No, you are Christian. Oh, no, no. Not me. I don't even you know, know him. Yeah, what are you talking about? That gummit. You know, and then he dusted off a few curse words. It's interesting, you know, the, the disciples are made to be the perfect guy. He, right. he, he you know, took him a while to get these curse words out, and he gave a couple. Not St. Peter. Right. And, and then we have, you know, the rooster crowing. Of, and that's when Jesus reminded him that he was going to deny him three times, wow. of which he did. Wow. Now, well, interesting too. Right after that, the Bible says that he was so moved 
by what he had just done. He remembered those words. And the Bible says that he he had remorse and regret and and he and he wept mm-hmm. because he realized he was such a hypocrite. I think there's probably we probably need more of that going on, huh? But but, but that's Christianity. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's it. And 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 if you if you want to go old testament, let's go old. Let's talk about David. Okay. Right? One of the one of the best kings in the world. Even though God told the people, let's don't do this king thing. Don't don't cho- don't please don't tell me you want to be like other nations and have a king cuz it's going to be bad. It's not going to work out like you think it is. Just please do it my way. Oh no, no. No God, we want a king we can see. Okay. I'll do the best I can, but I'm telling you it's not going to work out. So they chose David, right? Ruddy complexion, kind of a runt, but he had a good heart. He had a good heart. Had an affair. Had a good heart though. Had an affair. And and I mean, th- this is what I'm saying. Have you ever read? Hey, he killed. He got somebody killed. Oh yeah. Yeah. He he was involved in a murder. Yeah. But but have you ever read Psalms? See see. I mean, if there's anybody more honest, I don't know. But I mean, David was like, God, I just break their teeth off, and I'm telling you. <laughs> You know, these people that are about, you know, that's not, oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord, bless them. No, break their teeth off. Where are you, God? Have you left me? How far are you from me? Right, right. See, there's a reality in a Christian life that's nowhere in any church. I don't know where they've turned. I don't know. I'm perplexed. So, okay, what would you say the main difference between what you're talking about and who you're talking about and and somebody, let's say somebody goes to church all the time, they're just really involved in church, 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 church. Is, is there a difference between them and somebody that maybe lives outside the four walls? Or are they one and the same? What have you found? No, I, I, I believe that many people not all that are involved in church attending church. I I think there's a lot of them that are really cool that, that they get it, but there's this large general group that just copy each other and happen to be the most vocal. True, true. (laughs) And, and have the most control. And so they're, they're catching, you know, um, they're praying for, I mean, they're gossiping in the prayer time <laughs> right. uh, about the, the lady that needs some help. You know, you know, maybe she doesn't have a lot of money and maybe she came out of, you know, prostitution or maybe she was, you know, had trouble with that. And maybe she doesn't have a lot of money to buy clothes. I don't know, you know, but, but that's the point where they kind of start talking. Yeah. Oh, well, somebody's going to have to talk to her. You know, she's going to have to kind of clean up her act or the smokers, you know, I don't like smoking, but that was always kind of the big deal. Like, well, yeah. he comes to church, but you know, he smokes, you know, <laughs> you can get into heaven, but I think you're going to have to sit in the, you know, the, 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 the nosebleed section, section yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I, I just, I, there, I think there's a lot of clones in a lot of people that go to churches. Um, the people that live outside the church walls, 
I'm amongst them. I found that God is just as powerful, just as alive outside the church. Do you think sometimes even more so? I think so. Because uh, uh, if, if, if a light is in a light place, you don't notice it. That's true. The light's in a dark place. It shines. It does. And that's the most incredible thing. I, I remember um, when I did my uh, first Ronies on Radio podcast, um, I had, when we did um, Finding God in Star Wars, I had a couple of emails that I'll never forget. And it was, I thought I was the only Christian who liked Star Wars because there were so many atheists and so many agnostics and so many pagans that made fun of me. Thank you for sharing your faith and your love for Star Wars. It's incredible that, that all I did was tap into a culture point of a fandom right. and was just myself and say, not only do I think X-Wings are just awesome and cool, but, you know, if you think about it, you know, when, when Darth Vader comes around, that's kind of like my life turned around. Yeah. I came to God, you know, I thought I was doing it all right. I thought I was cool, but you know, there was something missing, you know, and, and on and on and on, you know, and there's so many points in star Wars that you can point to different things in, in different movies, you know? Well, it's a, it's a very spiritual, the whole, the whole series is very spiritual. Yeah. Yeah. And so many parallels. Mm-hmm. Yeah, completely. Okay. So, the question I'm that we just kind of is begging to be asked, what do we do? What do we do with this? Because it seems that this culture exists, but you know, it's, it's, it's far and few between that we see something going on outside the four walls. What do, in your opinion, as an author, as a blogger, as a, as a Christian man, what can we do to make a difference? I think that we need to throw out the rule book as we know it, not the Bible, but the rule book. There is a difference. Mm -hmm. And really tap into who God made us to be. And that's not a short list of pastor, Bible study host, uh, missionary, (laughs) but, but really start to look and say, what? What am I good at? When David built the uh, the the uh, synagogue, uh, uh, the the temple, the temple for Solomon, for Solomon, yeah. When he chose a goldsmith, did he chose did he choose goldsmiths that had a good heart, or that were good? <laughs> you see, yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. The 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 that's the one thing that drives me crazy about Christian media is. The message is more important than the quality. That's for sure. I, I have seen and heard so much awful <laughs> Christian stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, you know, besides their sin, they're gonna have to apologize to God for that. <laughs> I think I think I think God is gonna find a way to look them in the eye and say, what? Really? What? <laughs> you did that with all of this I gave you? Yeah. You gave me Bible Man? Honestly? <laughs> wow. Our kids used to watch that. 
Yeah. But yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Understood. Good job. <laughs> it you was know. it was pretty cheesy. <laughs> yeah, just just a little bit. <laughs> but but I I think that we need to really tap into what we're good at. Mm-hmm. And if that if that is even um, not churchable, we still need to go for it. Obviously, there's certain things, <laughs> you know, you, you got to use your head. Sure. But if you're an artist or a painter, just just think, just think. Uh, what's the guy that paints with light? I can't remember his name. Thomas Kincaid. Thomas Kincaid. He can paint something. And when people look at it, they know there's something more. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm than just colors on a canvas. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, 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 when God puts something in you and you find it and you hone it and you bring it out, that I think can be as powerful as preaching the gospel to a degree. Mm-hmm. I think it can draw people in a different way. Um, and um one of the uh, posts in my blog, uh, I did the um, uh, the food court hallelujah chorus. <laughs> That's right. I'm, this, I'm a sap. I cry every time. The viral video, right, that we're talking about? The viral video. Yeah. And, and see, the, the Christian, Christians everywhere normally would come in with megaphones and say, attention, Christians are coming. <laughs> we are going to witness to you, so we want you to be nice. And listen and, and, and follow what we tell you. No. They said, you know what? We sing pretty good. And so we're going to share our gift that's a God-given gift. But we're not going to preach. We're going to let our talent show. And that'll be enough. Because I will bet you money that after they were done, people come up, oh, my goodness. What? Where are you from? What, where, do, where are you involved in? It's the same thing with servant evangelism. If, if, you, if you're handing out cold drinks on a hot corner and say, I don't want your money, people will come down on you and say, where are you from? What is your deal? Isn't that different than pounding on doors or passing out flyers or, or coming up to somebody in the beach and, and pointing a finger and say, you know, you're a murderer. You know, if you lie, if you ever lied, it's the same as being a murderer and you're going to hell. It's different. Yeah, It's different. And so I think that we need to be real, that we need to be who God made us to be. If it's a tent maker, if it's whatever, if it's a, a parody creator, if it's a podcaster, if it's a blogger, do what you do well. And you don't have to have the message on the first line. Mm-hmm. Because if you're good, people will ask you, well, wh- where do you get this from? Yeah. What, what, man? And that's really all you need. And if we could do that, I, I just want to tell people, anyone who this registering is go for it. Just go for it. Because time is short. If it was short back in 2,000 years ago, it's short now. It's really I, short now. <laughs> yeah. I, I, love the, uh, I love the parable uh, of the king. It says, I'm going to throw a banquet, and I want you to invite my family and, and, and servants and all this. And they go through all the different steps of it. 
And they came back and they go, well, uh, we're really not getting people that want to come to this banquet. And he says, go to the highways and the hedges and compel them. Go to places you would never think mm-hmm. and just tell them that there's something better for them. Wow. And that's where we're at. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. All right. You've talked to the normal average churchgoer. Now, for just a moment, what would you say to the pastors that are out there that are that are that are feeding their their people? You know, they're they're doing the sermons, they're kind of running the show, they're you know running the board of directors. What would you say to the pastor out there um, about all of this? Remember when you weren't saved? Reach that person. That's that's it. That's excellent. <laughs> I think that probably would change a lot of things, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it, it's just it, it's interesting to think that when anyone or or there's a little message, you know, you two will be at downtown wherever. There will be thousands of people that will come to see. And, and you could have a television ad show every minute of every day. Hey, we're going to have church at 34th and, you know, Wright Street. Come on down, people. Come on down. And you ain't going to get anybody. Yeah. See? So, so what the people are interested in within reason, do that. D- don't do a bait and switch. Right. Just, you know, be real. You know, I remember one pastor saying what you win them with, you have to keep them with. So if you do these big elaborate things to to get their attention, then you have to keep doing that or they're they're going to lose interest. Yeah. And in, in, in one more thing I would I would ask a pastor is how many unsaved friends do you have? I don't know, Jeff. I mean, to soil ourselves with people that, you know, aren't like us. I mean, how can we do that? Mm. And, and, and how much do you care about them? And by care, I mean that you have a vested interest in their life, that they're just not a number. Or a a potential convert. Right. That do you care about them? And do you remember what it was like to wrestle with, with, oh my gosh, I, I, I'm so bad. I, I, I can't go to church, you know, I, I don't, I don't get it. I, 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 I've done so many wrong things. Some, a lot of Christians feel like they were saved out of the womb and that's not right. Yeah. Well, we all I mean, in the same way, Yeah. you know, do you believe Jeff, that there is a point in time for every person that they have to make a choice that they do make a choice? Of, of accepting Christ or not? Well, yes. But, you know, I believe God is so graceful, full of grace, that he could, if he wanted to, say, um, okay, uh, I want to let more people in. So we're, we're, we're going to be okay with this. <laughs> you know? Uh, at one point in time, I did say this, and I'll say it now, and people are just going to faint. <laughs> but, but, but God could say, everybody's in. 
because I love them all so much. He can do whatever but he wants, can't he? He could. But I definitely understand uh, Jesus' death on the cross, salvation. That is the center of what we believe. And I certainly would not to downgrade that at all. But what I am saying is God loves people so much that he is different than what we, than what we uh, think. You know, um, if, if, you were, if, if God were to come down and say this to a big group of Christians and say, um, you know what, uh, we're going to let all the Catholics in. <laughs> And you know what? We're going to let all the Mormons in because they're, they're, they're pretty close. Can you imagine the Christian outrage? People would freak out. You know, I mean, there was one of the, the stories in the Bible. It's like, Lord, you don't know what I've gave up for you. <laughs> you know, and then they're getting in. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Then, then you start to really see it's not about getting people into heaven. It's about you getting into heaven. And that ain't right, man. That ain't right. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it becomes very selfish and self-centered, doesn't it? Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. All right. So what are your plans for your blog? What, what do you feel like God is going to have you do with your blog from this point on? I think I'm going to write a book. Really? Yeah. Tell us about your book. What are you going to write about? Well, um, it's probably already taken, so telling you the name is not going to be. <laughs> um, but but seriously, I, I do. I want to write a book called uh, Preaching to the Choir. And the first half of the book is going to be just these huge chunks of what I would consider issues. And then the middle point, you know, say something like, if you're still reading, let's change things. And then the rest of the book is big chunks of, you know, these big ways to change and how to reach people and how to be more like Jesus and less like Fox News. You know, the, the, there, there, there is a way that we can reach people, but it's just been, you know, Christians uh, point at the lost, but sometimes I think the Christians are lost. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're lost in, 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 in all this stuff. You know, and a lot of it is just stuff. Well, I'll tell you what you brought up here on this program today. If people are, are, if people are still listening, (laughs) Mm. I think is really challenging and, you know, it's not meant to rank on anybody, but I do feel like this is a very important message to people that are listening that, that um, are involved in church or have a, a religious background or some type of thing. I think it's a wake-up call, and I think every one of us should, instead of pushing against it, we should embrace it and say, what can we do to improve? You know, there have been many times when I'll get an email and somebody will say, I really don't like this about your program, or I really don't like this about you, blah, 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 blah. And our tendency at first is to freak out and go, well, they don't consider the source, man, you know, and get all defensive and everything. But in fact... What if we were a people that embraced maybe the criticism or the or the 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 information, the observations? What if we actually embraced them and then said, "Now, maybe not all of this applies to me, but this sure does." What if mm-hmm. we actually used that information, stuff that we talked about today on the program, to get out of our comfort zone enough to actually get out there and 
you know, push a little forward into what we know we're supposed to be doing. Mm -hmm. What would happen, I wonder? Well, and that's true. Uh, You know, the, the, the input you get from people, uh, you know, I should have been a psychologist. I should have been. <laughs> um, and, and, and the first thing you have to do is kind of dig through their experience and say, okay, well, you know, okay, this part, this part. But the, there is a crux issue, you know, and, and, and I think it can be used uh, in, a, in a really cool way. There, there's a, um, one of my other of my mentors, a guy named Drew Marshall. He is a, a Canadian religious talk show host and he when i first started roni's own radio i listened to his show and i said i'm done he's doing my show (laughs) uh he's interviewed everybody but but he uses that kind of input to kind of teach the other person and and it's not in a mean way but it's just kind of well, well, that's your exposure, and that's how you've, you know, been grown up. Let me tell you about me. <laughs> right. Tell you about how I, how I have, have, have grown up in the church. You know, and there's this kind of, you know, trading of information. Um, but w- when it comes down to it, and this is, isn't a justification, is your audience strictly those type of people? Right. My answer is always no, because mm-hmm. they already know. Sure. Why in the world would I want to re-salvationize the salvationized? <laughs> I don't. I I don't want to do that. Right. Why do churches, you know, uh, bring out Hebrew and Greek words on Sunday morning? Why do they do that to to make the Christians sound more smarter? <laughs> when we got a we got millions of people dying and going to hell. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we're quoting so, Greek and Hebrew. Yeah, well, I'm I'm smarter, and then we start with the badges. Oh, I know more Hebrew than you. I'm more Christian than you. You know, I, I, mean, I went to so and so school of theology, and yes, yeah, yeah. So, so I mean that that's that's what we're we're tasked with, you know. So, um, I I I appreciate you, because uh, <laughs> um, when my uh, my spiritual godmom. Uh, she heard from God, and I sometimes hear God in my heart. So that means uh, Bill Bill <laughs> Bill Maher doesn't like me. So that's fine, you know. Anyway, I'm on his list now. That's that's cool. Um, but you know, she felt that God spoke to her and and about me and said, uh, Jeff is my my little preacher boy. He's my John the Baptist, and nothing truer has ever been said because old John really just laid into the religious leaders. Yeah, he did. Mm-hmm. And, and this is not coming from a heart of hate. This is coming from a broken heart Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that we could be so farther along without all this, the, you know, Luther, I don't, you know, old Martin Luther, he, he may have done a good thing, but I think he did a lot of bad things because we can't get splinter groups of Christian churches to get, to get together to do anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And we're all supposed to go to the same heaven, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we're supposed to serve the same God. Isn't that, I mean, think about that. We can't even hang around. Baptists and Charismatics can't even have lunch together. <laughs> and we're going to end up in heaven together? Hmm. Hmm. Think about that. Yeah. Are, are, are we getting ready for that? 
or, or are we just kind of staying our own little, little corner? Think about that. Yeah. Very, very interesting things to, uh, to ponder and to pray about and to, um, I don't know, just kind of, kind of let chew around and, and simmer a little bit in our hearts because I think it's really important. Like I said, maybe perhaps what we brought up today, what, what's been talked about today might be something that, that motivates someone to get out of a rut or to get out of a thinking that a style that they had, or, or maybe even, you know, start going towards what they really believe they're supposed to be doing in life. Cause I really do just like you, I believe every person has a reason for living. Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of us, we just don't find what it is because we're doing the cookie cutter thing, you know, and we're all trying to follow the same thing when, when in fact there are individually, we are tailor made to do something for God. Now, the, the fun part is finding out what that is, but you know what? Most of us really do know what it is mm-hmm. because it's what we're good at. Yeah, right. You know, so very, very interesting. Well, I I really appreciate you coming on the program. Amy, do you have anything else you want to say before I'm going to um, have Jeff do a shameless plug for his for his podcast and stuff? Oh, it's just nice meeting you. I know um, my husband and my <coughs> younger son have met you before and, Um, It's nice meeting you, and keep up the good work as far as encouraging believers to live the life. And wake up. To to walk it, not just talk it. Yeah. Well, well, Amy, I I just want to uh, say it's cool to meet you as well, and I want to thank you for supporting your husband. And I know he supports you, but... but (laughs) It is, it is speaking from experience, um, living outside the lines, the lines of, of where you should be. Uh, you need support. And I just I really want to thank you for supporting Rick. Um, he's doing more and you on this show than, than you'll ever know. Uh, so I really want to commend you for that, because I know that sometimes commitments in this situation are kind of few and far between. But great job. OK, thank you. Well, you know, we we often uh, people will ask us why in the world did you resign? You ha- you were pastors and you had a, a a larger church and all this different. Why would you do that? And I say I say this all the time. I say, well, part of it was because I don't like politics in church. I don't think it's good, so I was tired of it and I didn't want to do that anymore. But the other part is we went from speaking to two or three hundred people a week mm. to speaking to two or three thousand a week. Yeah, in a matter of a year. Yeah. And 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 now you know I just had what eight hundred and sixty odd gigs of transfer this mm. last month. Well, I don't know how many that translates into, but that's a lot. Yeah. We're and we're just talking like we're having coffee with somebody. You know, it's it's completely not what I expected for our lives at mm-hmm. all. But at the same time, I can't imagine not doing this. This is our passion, and sure. uh, and just we have met so many awesome people. Um, some that know God and some that don't, but we've met some amazing people through this journey and we're not done yet. We got a lot more to go Mm -hmm. and there's lots more people to reach and more creative things to do and music to make and topics and people to interview. And oh my goodness, there's just, it's huge. It's gigantic. We're never going to run out of things to talk about. Nope. So, so we might as well go for it. So that's very cool. Okay. Thank you so much for being on the program with us. Tell us now how people can find more of your work, more of your blogs, 
How can they listen to some of your audio booze and and uh, some podcasting stuff, some of your comedy? Where can they find you? Well, the the interesting thing is I have a name that is difficult uh, of of my site that's difficult to pronounce on the Internet <laughs> because, you know, uh, N sounds like M, you know. So right. uh, uh, it's Rony Zone, kind of like Macca. Okay. Okay. So, but 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 it's spelled a little differently. It's R O N E Y Z O N E dot com. Excellent. So that is the place. Uh, and I wanted to kind of quickly say, um, I had an idea for a um, a an audio thriller. Uh, what if two X file ish uh, cops ca- caught a, a peeper who turned out to be the devil? And uh, that uh, is called The Stalker. Um, It's probably one of the things I'm the most proud of because it's the most Christian, Bible-based expose of the devil. I think that exists, but it's done in a real thriller, kind of a sci-fi genre. Very cool. Fantastic, fantastic. Um, Also, Hosea is a readaption of the book of Hosea. And um, I, I, I did it as if uh, Scorsese would uh, direct an audio uh, production. So keep in mind, we got a prostitute. Okay, uh-oh, uh-oh. so there you go. <laughs> that, that's in that Bible book there, that story. <laughs> uh, and then I, I did a sci-fi um, uh, fan audio uh, drama called New World Army. And um, so what I try and do is... is the Bible is an important book that not enough people are reading. So I kind of do a lost kind of a thing in that I put Bible themes in interesting types of works, whether it's a, maybe a blog or, or an audio production or something like that. Because I, I think people are interested in stories, and if they listen to the story, they'll find themes that are biblical, and then you can kind of point them back to the Bible. So Very cool. That's that. Okay, so it's ronyzone.com. Yep. Okay. Well, I hope everybody goes over and visits. And uh, if you have any type of comment that you want to give Jeff, I'm sure that you can contact him through his website. If you want to write to Amy or I, or Amy and me, you can do that. Uh, Rick at takehimwithyou.com. Or Amy at takehimwithyou.com. And we will forward the email to Jeff as well. So... Uh, thank you, Jeff, for all that you do. Thanks for being my friend on Twitter and on Facebook. I appreciate that very much. You all, bet. Same, all, same back at you. Good. Well, it's always fun to see the different posts that you do, and you just never know what I'm going to do. So, you know, thanks for, for still following me on Twitter because uh, I have people that don't sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Yes, yes. So thanks for being on the program. We really appreciate it. God bless you and the ministry that you do and the people that you work with and, and reach. We really appreciate you. Thanks for being a maverick out there on the internet. It's very cool. You too. Thanks, man. All right. Blessings. There you go. The interview with Jeff Roney. Lots of interesting things to chew on, especially as believers. Yeah, I, you know, I think um, it's good for those of us that go to church to hear these things and and those that don't go to church to 
maybe understand a little bit to the way the culture surrounding it yeah well you know our feedback this last week has been mostly from people that don't attend church Mm -hmm. i didn't actually even hear i think from anybody that actually that uh, goes to church on a real regular basis so we may have just lost our church crowd (laughs) well you know i don't i don't think that was our intent i hope everybody understands we we were not trying to to be mean or uh critical but at the same time, we live in a world where I think sometimes we just go with traditions and we go with stuff that, you know, is not, it's not cool because we really aren't doing what we were meant to do to begin with. And so I just think it's important to bring that kind of stuff out mm-hmm. and talk about it. I don't think it's bad. Um, I think the only people that get really upset about it are people that either make money by being at church <laughs> or or people that are really you know that are really the type the Pollyanna type of thinking where you can't ever think anything negative because it would you know God's gonna strike you down or or you know you you have to be this way or that way uh, and super positive I, I just think sometimes it's very important that we look at things a little more critically than we normally would uh, simply so that we can evaluate our own lives there's nothing wrong with that yeah, it's always good to look in the mirror and just kind of see what, what's going on. Well, for on. some people, it's good to look in the mirror. I do, and I scare myself. <laughs> I I think it's good to have an evaluation. You have your cat with you again, don't you? Yes, and Hoshi was rubbing up against my windscreen and um, purring. She likes to do that. She purred so cute on the last episode. I probably could get her to purr again. You want to listen? I don't know. Do people really want to uh, hear the well, cat no. purr? She decided... That was that. No, she's gone now. She's okay. kind of a fickle kitty. Well, anyway, if you'd like to get a hold of us, you know, you can always do that. We we already told you in the interview how you can get a hold of us, but uh, we sure could use um, your support and your encouragement. Love to hear from our listening audience. And you can get a hold of us at uh, rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's my email. Or amy at takehimwithyou.com. And if you want to write to both of us, just put us both in the little... The, two line or whatever and uh and send us a, an email and let us know what you think if you're able to we really could use the support i've got to renew the domain coming up pretty soon and a couple other things i need to do uh, so if you felt like giving a donation towards the podcast we could we would really appreciate that as well in fact it's really easy people give by paypal all the time they just go to the website takingwithyou.com and click on the donate button and then it goes right to the paypal and then they can pay with their paypal account or our um, snail mail address is also on our website. Yeah, you can find here. that. And our website is just takehimwithyou.com. Okay, so thanks everybody for joining us. Next week, very excited about this. If we can pull this interview off, we're going to be talking with some friends of ours from the UK. Mm-hmm. And we are the, the topic is going to be... Geeky men and the women who love them. Ah. Are our friends that we just adore and think are so cool. Uh, Daniel and Laura Vieira uh, hopefully will be on the show with us. I, I say that just because we haven't done the interview yet. And I, you know, you never know in the world of the internet how that mm-hmm. can all work. So we're hopefully going to interview them this next week and have that uh, out for you to listen to. Basically, we're going to talk about getting along when when you're really different than your than your spouse, especially in the area of this technology and the and the geekiness and all this different stuff. Um, they've been married for a while. We've been married for a while. And we're going to talk. We're going to interview each other 
about um, different ways that we get along and put up with some of the geekiness that goes on. Yes. Does that sound fun? It sounds like my life. Your your wife? My life. Oh, jeez. I was going to go, I had no idea. Putting up with the geekiness. <laughs> oh, man. I'm learning new things every day. Every day. Every day. Okay. Well, that's good. We'll see everybody next week then. And uh, yeah. Until next time, don't forget to take him with you. This has been a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2011. All rights reserved. You, you done good there. I didn't make one mistake. Make it so. I'm so proud of myself. And everybody enjoy a little bit more of Phil's music on our way out here. And uh, blessings on everybody. See you next week.
Hey, Guildies, this is Kenny from Knights of the Guild Podcast, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. I'm here with some really cool news. Not only are we still continuing our regular podcast, microcast, and minicast, we've now added companion casts. A companion cast is a podcast that coincides with the new episode of The Guild, and will take you behind the scenes of that specific episode. I was fortunate enough to be on set for the filming of Season 5, and got exclusive interviews with cast and crew as they finish their scenes for that day. I also sit down with the creator of The Guild, Felicia Day, as well as the producer, Kimmy V, and the director, Sean Becker, and get insights into the workings of this fantastic web series. So when you're finished watching a new episode of The Guild, be sure to go to knightsoftheguild.com and download the companion cast for some fun behind-the-scenes information. Ah, taking with you with Rick and Amy. It's one of the best podcasts around. And we'd like to think maybe we could be a close second. We can only be a close second if you come and listen to us. Well, we talk about classic television and films from around the world. So, if you fancy listening to us waffle on, then please do join us. You can find us at waffleon.podbean.com or go to our favourite place in the world for podcasts. Well, maybe not yours, it's mine, because I can't quite figure out any of the others. And that's iTunes. Just type in Waffle On Podcast. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Cool, you're listening to the only spiritual podcast I've downloaded. Taken with you, with Rick and Amy Moyer, two of the nicest people I know. If you're after a podcast all about Asperger's Syndrome and how it affects me, then pop along to Gareth's World, where I discuss the condition and how I approach it and the tools I have come up with to cope with it. You can find this at garrisworld.podbean.com. Thank you for listening. My name's Al, and my wife Joyce and I are big Disneyland fans. In fact, we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on Earth. In our show, Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks as well as offer up some tips and tricks we've picked up over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. So, after Rick and Amy have helped you along your spiritual path, check out Tales from the Mouse House in iTunes. And remember, make it a magical day. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-Fi Entertainment News and Commentary I am Locutus, a Borg. Star Trek Episode Analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise.
Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am the misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Hello, Dan here. Well, you have impeccable taste since you're listening to this wonderful podcast. It's one of my favourites too. If you feel that you could squeeze another show into your regular listening though, why don't you give mine a go? It's called Out of Range and I talk about the things I love. Everything from geeky TV, classic toys and brand new technology and gadgets. You may find something you like or be introduced to something you've never heard of. Search for Out of Range in iTunes or go to the website at dangelous.com slash outofrange. I'd love to hear from you. Happy listening.